The COVID-19 pandemic stole a number of things from us, some of which we can regain when the time comes, such as going out with our friends and family to social gatherings. I personally miss going to bowling alleys, pool halls, and the movies. And with the spring finally here, it's got me thinking about going to Renegades baseball games. The Renegades baseball team is a minor league team in my area and are a huge part of the community. Each year, my dad would get tickets from work and we would sit behind home plate. We would always buy hot dogs when we would first get there, take part in all the chants and cheers, laugh at all the funny audience participation games they would play between innings, shield mom anytime a foul ball popped up in our area, and of course, root for the home team. We would probably go at least five times a year, easily more some years. Last year was the first summer I hadn't gone to a Renegades game ever. Even when I lived in Albany for a summer, I still managed to make it to two games. That was a summer tradition. And though the streak was broken, that does not mean that it'll never happen again. But then there are other things that are much harder to replace or revert back to. Our innocence, our perspective, our outlooks, our overall personalities. I took a personality test just the other day to see if I was still classified as what I was pre-pandemic. It was, by the way, and I'm a ENFJT, a protagonist typed. Our personalities may not change and alter that quickly, but our outlooks, our mindfulness, and our mental health can take drastic turns. Many people were forced into many strenuous circumstances that pushed their bodies, minds, and wills to the break. Frontline workers, of course, risked so much of themselves. Teachers having to figure out how to connect with their students remotely. Parents having to shuffle around work, even if they, if they still had a job, considering the effects of the pandemic. People need social interaction. We crave it. To various degrees, yes, but we all need someone. And the isolation hit many people hard. Sure, we had new hobbies to take up, skills to learn, shows to watch, and music to listen to, but many people cracked under the pressure. I sure have. And this period will leave us with the trauma and baggage we will have to carry for the rest of our lives. There's no going back. Prior to the pandemic, there was such a high demand for nostalgia content harking back to a simpler time, a time where we could escape to and enjoy. And when the pandemic came, the demand skyrocketed. This pandemic was unprecedented. And people wanted to find sources of normalcy to get through the dark days ahead. People reminisced and turned back to familiar and comfortable things. I think one reason Animal Crossing was so huge was because it was the closest simulation to life as we knew it, which even there is a stretch to say. Regardless, our desire to do things we loved with the people we love, again, was prevalent in any means we tried to connect. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Walsh Wednesday, The Reflective Series. Today, we have musician Scotty C. In this episode, we discuss our upcoming song, Do It Again. The song isn't an answer to our problems, but it is an anthem to everyone struggling, missing what they had, and looking forward to what they have to come. All of that and more, right after this.
According to cancer.org, brisk walking can help you maintain a healthy weight, strengthen your bones and muscles, and improve your balance and coordination. It can boost your mood and help you sleep better. Research shows that getting regular physical activity and staying at a healthy weight can help reduce your risk of cancer, as well as heart disease and diabetes. You've heard me talk about my experience with cancer and the American Cancer Society in previous episodes, but I'm proud to say that the story continues. Walsh Wednesday has joined with the Relay for Life of the Capital Region campuses in affiliation with my alma mater, the College of St. Rose. The virtual event takes place Saturday, April 10th, 2021. You can donate or join our team, the Walsh Wednesday Warriors, at the links provided. Otherwise, you can also create your own team. If you do so, make sure to affiliate yourself with your college under the business selection. Another way you can support the team is by taking part of my Walking Wednesday Challenge. As spring is just around the corner, I've been enjoying getting back outside for a run or even just a brisk walk. I would love it if you joined me. While you're out on your walk, jog, run, or whatever exercise you're performing, regardless of the day, take a picture and use the hashtag WalkingWednesday and tag Connor Walsh Music and the American Cancer Society of the Capital Region. To re-emphasize a point that Nick Lippers made while he was on several episodes ago, the pandemic put a halt on research and awareness. So much of the momentum in regards to scientific and cultural breakthroughs were reduced, and much of the progress will be stinted for a while. Though the ways we approach our daily lives and events are still different, it does not mean that we can't find new ways to advocate and make the importance known. Not only is it important for the sake of research, but by supporting your local Relay for Life events, you are ensuring that they will survive through the pandemic and will continue to be around for years to come. Though Relay for Life is going to look different this year, let's spend some time to make sure that we can do it again. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Right now, I am sitting down with my friend and collaborator, Scotty C. How you doing? What up? Now, for several weeks now, people have been seeing on our social medias all these different memes about this song. And we've been advertising it here on Walsh Wednesday about this song coming out. This week, it's finally out. The song and the video for Do It Again are finally going to be here. How do you feel about this? Because this has been a long time coming. I feel really excited about it. But at the same time, after almost an entire year of working on it, it's kind of sad to see it coming to its conclusion. Well, coming to its conclusion and the fact that it's no longer our baby, but hopefully it can take off and create a new life of itself. Pretty much. It's going off to college. (laughs) That's That's a good way of putting it. I like that. So, Scott, you know, a, a lot of people have, have seen the memes and they've just been wondering, it's like, what is this song and what do they possibly want to do again? And yes, we made a pretty big joke out of it with the memes, the shot that Rachel put together of me on the rock and you on the table. It's too perfect not to meme, but it's still a relatively serious song for, uh, for when you actually sit down and listen to it. Could you tell us a little bit of the backstory of how you started writing this? Like most of us around like maybe one, two in the morning, if you're up that late, that's sad boy hours. You feel, you feel, you just feel emotional then. 
and I just happened to be on YouTube looking at old Halo 3 videos. I thought to myself, man, back in the day, Halo 3, me and my friends were up until this time just playing, enjoying it, having fun. I'm like, I want to I be able to do that again, but it just feels like the time has passed. So I end up going to sleep. I wake up the next day. I still feel that feeling of like the nostalgia of wanting to do something again. So I just end up sitting down at my really out of tune piano at home and just start playing some chords and stuff. And it started off with actually the rap section, surprisingly enough. I was just spitting out words, just trying to get my feelings down into, into something. Just the rough notes on my phone that I ended up sending you. That was all just me sitting down trying to get my feelings out in some way. And then I ended up figuring out the chorus, kind of like tying it all together, the emotions, the feelings into a simple package of, I want to do it again, want to go back and be with my friends, and we could try and pretend that it'll never end. It's the feeling of wanting to be back there and making the most of it, because nowadays everyone's trying to move forward, get to the next thing. We don't take the time to stop and smell the flowers and enjoy in the moment. And then later on down the road, you realize those were the things that meant the most to you. No, definitely. It was an interesting time period as well. Do you feel that this song came out of any feelings from the pandemic at all? Because it was May or June that you came to me with it. So we were a couple months into the pandemic. Would you say that COVID influenced this at all, Any, Or was it just kind of you just happened to stroll down memory lane? Honestly, I started like putting ideas out in March but before the lockdown, so I don't think it had any effect on me then. I think a little bit later, it kind of had a little bit more meaning to it. I want to go out and be with my friends again. This I don't want to be inside all the time. So it's not because of the pandemic, but the pandemic added its own little part to the song that I'm, more people can relate to. We've been working on this for a while now as I've been listening to it. I have so much more emotion with it than at the very beginning of this process because one, it's been a longer process. We've really taken our time to do right by this song, but also just everything that's gone on in this past year. You know, here we are a year later. We're still trying to come back from everything that happened. There is no going back. It's just everything that's happened has happened and none of that's going to be erased. So when you look at it like that, you just keep moving forward. But there's still a lot of things that I miss personally. Like, I can't wait to go out and hang out with my friends the way that I used to. I want to go to a bar. I want to go to a party. I want to go to a movie. I want to go bowling. I want to do those things that, you know, we took advantage of back in those days. And it's definitely been a lot tougher on me throughout this time. And As we've been working on it, as time goes on, I feel like it's a rolling stone collecting more moss and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And now by the time that we're releasing it, it has so it it hopefully will have so much weight for so many people. Yeah, a lot of people, I don't know how they deal with their feelings of nostalgia, but I know I I sit there and I'm just I'm depressed and like I just go through memory lane. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that again. Like, it sucks. I can't do this right now. These things that I used to do in the past, no one does anymore. Now it's just a memory. Oddly enough, 2020 mirrored that just being able to do the simplest things like meet up with your friends, go outside without a mask on even. The, The whole pandemic is terrible. 
but in a way it's good for the song because people just relate will be able to relate to it even if they don't have like a past they can look back on and enjoy and even now just the smaller things it makes you sit and think man i really do miss these things and helps people relate more i guess you weren't sure how other people deal with nostalgia you know some people love it and eat it up and some people as you said kind of get weighed down by it along your line i feel like i'm teetering both ways at times depending on what it is and where i'm sitting what kind of day i had something along those lines and i think with do it again i think it can work for either circumstance because the lyrics your lyrics and where i came in a little bit you know, are profound and it really does show the emotional weight to everything, but it has this anthem-like sound and feel that mm-hmm. you can kind of celebrate at the same time. Whether you're in the middle of sad boy hour or whether you're in the middle of a car ride on the highway needed something to blast and sing along to, I feel like this song can capture both. And that's why, that's another reason why I was so excited to work on this with you. So as I said, it was about May or June you came to me about this song. And we've been saying for a while we wanted to work on a song with each other, but it just wasn't materializing. <laughs> and, you know, then the whole world shuts down. I was like, oh, I, I, yeah, we got time now. We can make mm-hmm. this happen. So, yeah, what were some of your thoughts and feelings when we first got together over Zoom and we started working on the song? Initially, when I first showed you the lyrics, you started, I think you're on your keyboard, just kind of plucking it out, singing it a little bit to yourself. Within like the first five minutes, I thought, yeah, I picked the right person to work on this song with. Thank you. Thank you. And the other thing that I, um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but the, that one set of lyrics I had, that's now the bridge. I thought that was just notes or whatever. And you're like, yeah. no, 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 no. Keep that. We're going to make something of this. Well, and now I, that's like my favorite part of the song. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, no, I, I still think that's really interesting. So the way that the song was presented to me, Scott had a basic melody. He had the chords, had a good amount of the song. I, I stepped in and wrote that first verse, but pretty much the chorus, there's a rap verse. And we said we wanted to have some kind of bridge. And I'm scrolling down on the notes that he sent me, all the, all the lyrics. And I ask him, what's this section right here? It's like, oh, those are just, just scrap lyrics. Like, not, I don't think much of them. And I just started singing them. It was, it was rough at the time, but it was eventually what became the bridge. I just remember Scott's face is like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a and great- you did it with such passion, too. But yeah, no, I thought it was great. With the rest of the song, you know, the chorus... It has a very specific feel to it with uh, the tempo. So does the rap section. So does the first verse. But the bridge is kind of almost rapid fire in a way. And we have that snare beat going on. And it's building up. And it's building up. And it's building up. And then when you finally get that high C that I sing and you play on the saxophone that, you know, a lot of people are either loving or sick of by this point. (laughs) Actually, I've... In the past couple of days, I've just received a number of people saying, like, I love these. So we're doing something right. We're doing something right. Awesome. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun. And I'm really glad that you came to me about it. It was definitely a fun song to produce. Because 
as you said, I was plucking out on the piano. When you guys hear it, the opening piano riff that gets repeated at times, that was the first thing that I came up with. As soon as I had that, I was like, oh, I hear this song in my head. Scott, give me like two days. I got you. (laughs) And then two days later, I send him a draft. So what do you think? And I'm like, this, that's it. We're, we're pretty much good here. I just got to add the sax solo and we're done. It did happen relatively quickly. Everything kind of came together and flowed when it came to this track. And I find that very impressive. You know, some tracks are harder than others to work on and bring together. But this one just flowed for me personally. And I, I feel like once we got working on it, it was like, this is it. We got this. Mm-hmm. So we're saying we got through this pretty quickly. And we started May, June. Why is it coming out this late? Do you want to step in and talk about why we decided to wait so long? I know we wanted to have some like time to make a music video that was really nice to go along with it. Once we had that all done, we also wanted some time to build up some hype for it, not just drop it and forget about it. Because this song means a lot to me. I'm sure it does to you as well. And I don't want to just like drop it on the doorstep and be like, here you go. Here's your package. Have fun with it. I want a little bit more fanfare than that. And of course, there's going to be a lot of promotion to do once it's out as well. But we definitely have taken our time with an unorthodox way of promoting it. Really (laughs) trying to take advantage of TikTok and real culture. But it's been fun working on that stuff. But we wouldn't be able to work on that without our friend Rachel D'Amico, who shot the music video. Do you want to talk about uh, the music video a little bit for us, Scott? Yeah, Rachel, first of all, I just want to say did an amazing job on the video. We took so much footage that day, and she just made something out of it. Like, we shattered glass, and she just put the pieces together in such a way that it made just a beautiful new creation. I don't know how you did it. I would have pulled my hair out and quit two days in. (laughs) Like... Every piece fits. Like I was watching it and nothing seemed like it didn't belong. So credit to her. For the actual video itself, Connor texts me one day. He's like, yo, I found this park. It's so beautiful here. We need to film here. I'm like, okay, send me some pictures and some video. And I get like two, two, three, four Snapchats. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's Connor. So I look at it. First five seconds, I am awestruck by the beauty of this place i'm like yes this is the place so the place that we went to the where we shot this was at the kingston rail trail in kingston new york and it's this gorgeous little area and they had these nice coves nice cliffs nice waterfront there you're right on the river and it's gorgeous we were originally going to try to shoot at the maris boathouse but at the time Maris College, uh, the campus was closed off, so couldn't do anything like that. And I was out with a friend of mine, and we we just wanted to hit up some hiking trails. And we stumbled upon this, and it's like, this is amazing. This is what it is. It was just a perfect day. It was an absolute perfect day to be able to shoot. We caught the only Friday, I think it was a Friday, that it didn't rain that month. Yes. Every, <laughs> yeah, because weren't we trying to, weren't we trying to get out and shoot this for like a month and each day Mm -hmm. each time something kept happening whether the weather or somebody had to pull out mostly the weather i remember the rain was awful yeah every single friday (laughs) we tried and it just rained we got it we got it though it was a beautiful day the wind was whipping just right 
So like you you'll see in the video our suit jackets are just kind of flapping in the wind <laughs> so majestically. I love that part. And uh, there was a, there was a certain phrase that we kept saying that was we wanted to capture in this video. Do you know what 90s phrase I'm cheese. saying? 90s cheese. <laughs> 90s yes. cheese. <laughs> like that really n- nostalgic, cheesy 90s music video kind of feel to it. I don't think we went in with that idea. I think it just kind of happened. And we're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to really go all in on this. I think where it stemmed from originally was you just not wanting to do your top button. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was asking you guys, should I wear the tie or not? You guys told me not. I don't know. It just it fit with the feeling of the day. Just blowing, billowing in the breeze and have that little V-neck going. You just cheese. All the cheese. The, the video, very well done and can't wait to hopefully do like a blooper reel or something like that. There's one instance in particular that you <laughs> always love from, uh, from, the sh- from the shoot. Can you... Uh, Tell us one of your favorite parts there. I think I know which one you're talking about. But there's this one um, take of Connor. I think it's the beginning take in the video. You'll see he's sitting on the bench singing. And there, there are a bunch of people at the park. And one of the scenes, like, on the beat of the, of the song, you just see this little kid's head pop in the screen in the bottom right. And I just <laughs> thought it was the funniest thing because it was right on the downbeat of like when the chorus was starting or something. It's, it's just so funny. And this kid can't be older than five, six years old. So it's just really sweet to see this little kid <laughs> pop in. It's precious and hilarious all at the same time. That, that was the story that I was uh, referencing. So I'm glad that, uh, glad we were on the same wavelength. But no, I thought it was a great time. It was a great video. And it was it, we caught it at a really nice time because when did we shoot that? That was September or October. That was it was fall. So there was nice foliage. There was still still leaves. It was changing colors. The sun was at the perfect angle. It worked out really, really nice. Yeah, I think it was October, definitely. And we have seen in there where we're having a snowball fight with leaves. <laughs> Yeah, when, <laughs> I forget whose idea was it to walk through that whole idea of leaves and just kind of spray each other with leaves. I kind of took it a little too far, as you'll see in the video. In the video, you can see that I'm a little ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> when Rachel sent us a draft, this was more December, January time. I said, it's like, Scott, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I went that hard. And your response was something like, yeah, I never want to have a snowball fight with you. <laughs> You might be the guy that act, that tries to like pack a piece of ice inside a ball so it looks real nice and then you throw it <laughs> it just leaves a bruise. Not on purpose. <laughs> nah, I'd be like Buddy from Elf during the snowball fight scene. <laughs> no, that that's that's more along the lines for me. We have this song, we had this video, we wanted to make sure that it was done right and we said we wanted to really promote this song. Do you remember how the whole meme thing got started? Did, were we at Buffalo Wild Wings? Was that when the concept initially started? I don't remember. I remember we kept saying when we were shooting that, you know, the shot of, we did a shot of me on the rock and a shot of you on the rock. And we were saying, mm-hmm. oh, this would be perfect. And this captures that 90s cheese so much. 
Yeah. So when we were at Buffalo Wild Wings, I don't think we thought of it in that way. I think we just said, it was like, oh yeah, we really want this moment for, we want this shot for that part of the song. But then when Rachel actually did it and she overlaid the two of us, you mm -hmm. on the table, me on the rock, that was perfection, absolute perfection. <laughs> and I was like, guys, if we can, if we don't capitalize on this, we're missing something here. Then we just kind of started talking about it. And I, I was up way too late one night, just making a whole <laughs> bunch of different versions of the same joke, beating the heck out of the same joke to death. I, rem I remember that too, because that was the like one day I went to bed early and I just hear my phone buzzing next to me. I'm like, stop. But then I wake up in the morning and I see what it is. I'm like, okay, you're excused. You this is be beautiful. And I remember you asked me, it's like, how long have you been up? I haven't gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> just like coming up with different ideas. So yes, like when you're seeing all the, all the memes, majority of them have been all from one, one session of creating with a couple of couple of variations. And you know what, you know, I I've had a lot of fun with them. I've, I've appreciated the messages that I've received that people are enjoying them. I was sure I was going to lose a number of followers. I'm still at the same spot that I was before. So, okay, not bad. So but my I, question for you fun. is, yeah, would you do it again? <laughs> yes, I, I would. I most certainly would do it again and do this whole process. And I know for sure we'll keep collaborating as time goes on. We have a number of things that we want to do together, and I uh, can't wait till we can actually get out and start doing that. Um, Scott and I have talked about doing shows together, doing live streams, uh, things along those lines. And I'm excited to get that going. COVID, life, family responsibilities, stuff's been tough to get together. So a lot of the communication that we've had has been virtual in the past couple months, definitely since January. So it's going to be nice to see you again, spend some time with my friends and, you know, get out there and uh, perform. So with the world kind of opening up a little bit more, people getting the vaccines and some things are starting to be done again. How optimistic are you for things to get back to quote unquote normal or to at least from a musical sense, get back out there and enjoy the stage life that we used to know and love? I don't think things will ever be quite the same, but I feel like probably by the end of summer, we'll be at a point where we'll have like a nice blend of safety and what we used to have with live music and all that, I don't think we're going to have quite like it was before the pandemic. I think people are still going to be cautious, but at least we'll be able to play for more than five people or for no one. And you're just playing in front of a computer screen. Definitely doing all those live streams without hearing any kind of audience would just get awkward at times. It was like, I, yeah, anybody, anybody there? Don't know. Okay. We're just just gonna move on to the next song okay okay then <laughs> um it's good it's optimistic i look forward to a number of things happening in the near future with all that being said is there anything else that you want people to know about in regards to the song before they hear this mainly my thing with this song was just trying to get my thoughts and feelings out in some way that was healthy <laughs> and just 
being able to share it with someone else, just maybe someone else is feeling the same way. Hey, I want to go back and do all these things that I used to do just try and tap into that feeling of nostalgia that some people may or may not have. Amen. I think when people hear this song, I think they'll be able to connect, especially because of everything that's gone on this past year. This isn't a song that was, Hey, let's try to market on everything that happened this past year, but just a natural development of emotions that just needed to be released. And I think that authenticity is really going to speak volumes to a number of people out there. So this song is more than just a meme. This is something that hopefully you can take into your heart and really enjoy. You can cry to or you can rock out to. Either way, you're going to enjoy the song the way that's supposed to be enjoyed. Yeah, it's mostly left up to interpretation of whatever you want it to mean. For me, it means something. Maybe for you, it means something else. But it's just the it's trying to capture that feeling, however you want to feel it. So if you, like Connor said, if you want to cry to it, go ahead. If you want to rock out going 80 on a highway, go ahead. It's up to you. All right, Scott. Well, hey, we're two days out. We're here together now. What do you think? Should we do it? Only if we do it again. Sorry, guys. You're going to have to wait to hear the full thing this Friday, March 26th. Pre-order it if you haven't already. And check out the music video. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, Scott, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate you having on the podcast. And it was a blast working on this song with you. And I'm excited to you know, release our little baby out to the world and see what it becomes. <laughs> no, it's just been a great process. So thanks so much for including me in it. Thank you for being part of it. Thank you to Rachel for your amazing film and editing skills. You guys both brought, helped me bring my vision to reality. So I can't thank you enough. It was our pleasure. And uh, again, thank you to Rachel. Uh, check out the music video. Give it a lot of likes. Give it a lot of shares. She put a lot of hard work into it. Until then, check out the song March 26th. Otherwise, we'll see you here next week. As always, I'm Connor Walsh, and I'm glad we get to spend some time.